हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर फाइव लेजिस्लेचर एंड आवर टॉपिक इज लोकसभा द लोकसभा एंड द स्टेट लेजिस्लेटिव असेंबलीज आर डायरेक्टली इलेक्टेड बाय द पीपल फॉर द पर्पस ऑफ इलेक्शन द एंटायर कंट्री स्टेट इन केस ऑफ स्टेट लेजिस्लेटिव असेंबलीज डिवाइडेड इनटू टेरिटोरियल कॉन्स्टिट्यूएंसी ऑफ रफली इक्वल पॉपुलेशन वन रिप्रेजेंटेटिव इज इलेक्टेड फ्रॉम ईच कॉन्स्टिट्यूएंसी थ्रू यूनिवर्सल एडल्ट सफरेज वेयर द वैल्यू ऑफ वोट ऑफ एवरी इंडिविजुअल वुड बी इक्वल टू अनदर At present, there are five forty-three constituencies. This number has not changed since nineteen seventy-one census. The Lok Sabha is elected for a period of five years. This is the maximum. We have seen in the chapter on the executive that before the completion of five years, the Lok Sabha can be dissolved. if no party or coalition can form the government or if the prime minister advises the president to dissolve the lok sabha and hold fresh elections now let us discuss the point what does the parliament do what is the function of the legislature do both houses of parliament have similar functions is there a difference in powers of the two houses apart from law making the parliament is engaged in many other functions let us list the functions of parliament Legis- first is legislative function the parliament enacts legislations for the country despite being the chief law making body the parliament often merely approves legislations the actual task of drafting the bill is performed by the bureaucracy under the supervision of the minister concerned the substance and even the timing of the bill are decided by the cabinet no major bill is introduced in the parliament without the approval of the cabinet members other than ministers can also introduce bills but these have no chance of being passed without the support of the government the next one is control of executive and ensuring its accountability perhaps the most vital function of the parliament is to ensure that the executive does not overstep its authority and remains responsible to the people who have elected them we shall discuss this function in a greater detail later in this chapter the next one is financial function government is about spending a lot of money on various matters where does this money come from every government raises resources through taxation however in a democracy legislature controls taxation and the way in which the money is used by the government 
if the government of India proposes to introduce any new tax, it has to get the approval of the Lok Sabha. The financial powers of the parliament involve grant of resources to the government to implement its programs. The government has to give an account to the legislature about the money it has spent and resources that it wishes to raise. The legislature also ensures that the government does not misspend or overspend. This is done through the budget and annual financial statements. The next one is representation. Parliament represents the divergent views of the members from different regional, social, economic, religious groups and different parts of the country. Debating function The parliament is the highest forum of debate in, in the country. There is no limitation on its power of discussion. Members are free to speak on any matter without fear. This makes it possible for the parliament to analyze any or every issue that faces the nation. These discussions constitute the heart of democratic decision making. The next one is constituent function. The parliament has the power of discussing and enacting changes to the constitution. The constituent power of both the houses are similar. All constitutional amendments have to be approved by a special majority of both houses. The next one is electoral functions. The parliament also performs some electoral functions. It elects the president and vice president of India. And the next is judicial functions. The judicial functions of the parliament include considering the proposals for removal of president, vice president and judges of high court and supreme court. Now let us discuss powers of Rajya Sabha. We discussed about the functions that are performed by the parliament in general. However, in a bicameral legislature, there is some difference between the powers of two houses. Now let us discuss the special powers of Rajya Sabha. As you know, the Rajya Sabha is an institutional mechanism to provide representation to the states. Its purpose is to protect the powers of the states. Therefore, any matter that affects the states must be referred to it for its consent and approval. That thus, if the union parliament wishes to remove a matter from the state list, over which only the state legislature can make law to either the union list or concurrent list in the interest of the nation, the approval of the Rajya Sabha is necessary. 
This provision adds to the strength of the Rajya Sabha. However, experience shows that the members of Rajya Sabha represent its their parties more than they represent their states. Power exercised only by the Lok Sabha, then there are powers that only the Lok Sabha exercises. The Rajya Sabha cannot initiate, reject or amend money bills. The Council of Ministers is responsible to the Lok Sabha and not Rajya Sabha. Therefore, Rajya Sabha can criticize the government but cannot remove it. Can you explain why the Rajya Sabha is elected by the MLAs and not directly by the people? Therefore, the constitution stopped short of giving certain powers to the Rajya Sabha. In a democratic form, as adopted by our constitution, the people are the final authority. By this logic, the representatives directly elected by people should have the crucial powers of removing a government and controlling the finances. In all other spheres, including passing of non-money bills, the constitutional amendments and impeaching the president and removing the vice president, the powers of Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha are co-equal. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.